Hey, Coach Simon here. Now, welcome to the Velo Performance Podcast. Now, this is the first podcast in what's going to be a series of monthly podcasts. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a moment. But obviously, if you're watching this on YouTube and you've seen some of my vlogcasts before, what I'm doing is I'm restarting the vlogcasts and podcasts. So I'm trying to pull them all together and that way, you can either listen to them in your car or you can watch them on YouTube. Let's go back and start right from the top. As an experienced cycling coach in my 50s, I understand the unique challenges faced by master cyclists. Certainly from my own experience, I'm pushing back on age. I feel like I'm really pushing back on it. I lift heavily in the gym. I regularly include hard efforts on the bike. I eat pretty well too. And the cyclists I coach are also all experiencing the benefits from my training and nutrition knowledge and techniques, plus a real shift in their mindset as they get older. One of my biggest ambitions with this podcast is to empower cyclists and people in their 40s, 50s, and even into their 60s to challenge that conventional wisdom that age limits their potential. So the aim of this podcast is to interview experts and experienced master cyclists to uncover what is possible for all of us when we unlock the evidence and put that into practice to improve your health and your fitness and show you and inspire you, I hope, that you can keep riding your bikes hard and fast, extend your health span and live fuller, longer, more active lives as you age. I think it's a good idea at this start of the podcast is to talk about my philosophy of coaching, what I currently understand from the practice and science that I've learned, and why I think it's important for the cyclist I coach to focus on these elements in training and nutrition to get the best out of their cycling and also to improve their recovery, their performance, and also their health. I think it's good to get across that I don't know everything, and certainly my knowledge is strong, but I definitely want to understand whether I can learn more and help my cyclists get even faster and healthier. Keep in mind that I'm really focusing on master cyclists. So from my understanding, from the age of 30, we start to lose muscle function, strength, and power. Now, if you don't train hard and do things like VO2 and threshold work on a regular basis, you're gonna lose that aspect of your physicality pretty quickly. If you pull that apart a little bit and think to ourselves that we're not doing any of this high intensity work, we're basically not holding on to quality muscle. And that's a problem, not just for our performance on a bike, but also for our long-term health span. Now, conventional wisdom will tell you that as you get older, you need to ride slower and do more aerobic miles. But here's my problem with that. We already have a large aerobic pool. We don't need to focus on that so much. Now, I'm not saying we don't need to do any because it's an important aspect of your physicality. But what I am saying is the majority of older cyclists keep it way too at the forefront and just ride steady and slow all the time. And that's not making them fast and it's definitely not making them strong. Let's talk about strength because actually lifting heavy and explosively improves the function and strength 
of your muscles, specifically the fast twitch muscles. Now that's something older athletes lose hand over fist if they don't focus on and train it. Here's something I learned fairly recently actually. From what I understand, there is very little loss of slow twitch fiber function because slow twitch fibers are involved in all efforts. So they are being used and maintained in pretty much everything that we do. But because fast twitch fibers are only used in high-end training, we see a dramatic reduction in that fiber size because we simply just don't do enough of that kind of training because it hurts and it's tough and not many people are doing it in their 40s and 50s. And that's why we start to lose the muscle function that's making us healthier, stronger and faster. Simply put, if you want to stay fast on your bike and increase your muscular health, age and function, you have to train these muscle fiber types in a specific way with fast, powerful plyometric training. I think from practice, and this is what I see when people come and start being coached by me, is a lot of people aren't doing these things because Again, it's that old dogma that we don't need to be doing that as we get older. It seems a bit unnecessary. But again, through understanding the evidence base of what is needed to make ourselves more functionally strong and fast and powerful as we get older, this is the thing that I get my cyclists to focus on in their training. And it works. It makes them really strong and robust cyclists. Let's talk nutrition because... Let's face it, this is a massive subject and I think most cyclists don't eat enough protein, carbohydrates or enough calories. They tend to follow strange fatty diets. Now, I might be a bit biased about this. However, from my research, it is clear to me that older populations need to eat in a way that supports their aging physiology. And most cyclists, when they come on board with me in coaching, you can see they fall massively short on that. If you want a good example of what I'm talking about, as we get older, we develop something called anabolic resistance in the muscle and sarcopenia. Now, both of those are like a dimmer switch to the quality and function of the muscle. But the thing is, if you eat a high quality protein diet spread across the day, adequate carbohydrates. Now, why carbohydrates? Because carbohydrates are muscle sparing. If you have a high protein diet and an adequate carbohydrates diet, the carbohydrates are also required for immediate energy in high quality training. And as I've been talking about, we need to focus as we get older and working the muscles and the muscle fiber types in a specific kind of way to get more quality adaptions from our training. And the only way to do that is to push hard in training, doing high end quality training, specifically through the week, not every day, but also to eat in a way that's gonna help us produce good quality training, better recovery times, and hold on to our muscle mass. Now I know the importance of great nutrition and it's something that I coach the cyclists to make sure that eating enough calories, carbohydrates for performance and protein for recovery. But there's so much more we could be learning and I'm sure there's more evidence coming to light that there are different things we could all be doing to get the best from our training, even better recovery and improve our health span. And this is something I'm definitely gonna interview people on and try and tease even more out to give the listener and my cyclist that I coach the best information I can give them to get the best 
of their training. Right, enough about that. Let's change tracks a little and go back to how this podcast, blogcast, is going to flow. To start with, this is going to be a monthly podcast. That way, I can keep the quality of the interviews. I want to make sure that these aren't super long, they're short and informative, but I guess that really just depends on the guest because if I can tease a lot of great content to have them to get the best information for you and me, I'll keep them talking. So what am I going to do with the focus and the style of the podcast? I'm going to try and keep this podcast tight. So my focus is this. Number one, I'm going to interview master cyclists who are already paving the way, showing what really is possible if you truly believe and work for it. My hope is that these interviews will inspire others to sit up, make changes and just be better humans and cyclists. In the second style of interviews, I want to talk to experienced coaches and experts in their field to explore and tease out the latest evidence-based approaches to training, to get faster on our bikes, talk about strength training and its practice in the real world and double down on how we can improve our health span and so much more. With the knowledge that we gain from these interviews, I want to provide you, the listener, with practical tips and strategies to help you achieve your goals and just get fitter, stronger, faster on your bike as you get older and a load more healthy. If none of that has convinced you that I'm serious about really uncovering and interviewing people to help us get better as we age, I'll leave it with this. I refuse to believe that as we get older, we need to accept that means being slower, weaker, and getting out of shape. I know that there is a better way to age. I think it's time that we break free from that old age dogma or that slowing down is what we do as we get older. So if you're not interested in finding the odds and you don't want to live your best life, just don't bother listening to this podcast. If, however, you are interested in stepping up pushing your boundaries, then join me on this journey to challenge the status quo and learn along with me how to stay fitter, healthier and stronger well into your 40s, 50s and 60s. Let's do this properly. We all age and none of us have a choice about that. But how you age is definitely down to you. Righty, that's it for this week. My name's Simon. You're listening to the Velo Performance Podcast. I'll be back next month and we're going to talk about strength training and what we can all do in the gym to make ourselves stronger, faster on the bikes and way more healthy. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. If you've got any questions, look, send us a message. And if you want me to talk about anything in particular or interview people that will interest you, send me a message. That way we can really start conversations that you really want to listen to.